Exodus 25 through 27. God spoke to Moses, tell the Israelites that they are to set aside offerings for me. Receive the offerings from everyone who is willing to give. These are the offerings I want you to receive from them. Gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet material, fine linen, goat's hair, tanned ram skins, dolphin skins, acacia wood, lamp oil, spices for anointing oils and for fragrant incense, onyx stones, and other stones for setting in the ephod and the breastpiece. Let them construct a sanctuary for me so that I can live among them. You are to construct it following the plans I've given you, the design for the dwelling and the design for all its furnishings. First, let them make a chest using acacia wood. Make it three and three quarters feet long and two and one quarter feet wide and deep. Cover it with a veneer of pure gold inside and out and make a molding of gold all around it. Cast four gold rings and attach them to its four feet, two rings on one side and two rings on the other. Make poles from acacia wood and cover them with a veneer of gold and insert them into rings on the sides of the chest for carrying the chest. The poles are to stay in the rings. They must not be removed. Place the testimony that I give you in the chest. Now, make a lid of pure gold for the chest, an atonement cover, three and three quarters feet long and two and one quarter feet wide. Sculpt two winged angels out of hammered gold for either end of the atonement cover, one angel at one end, one angel at the other. Make them of one piece with the atonement cover. Make the angels with their wings spread, hovering over the atonement cover, facing one another but looking down on it. Set the atonement cover as a lid over the chest and place it in the chest. The testimony that I will give you. I will meet you there at set times and speak with you from above the atonement cover and from between the angel figures that are on it, speaking the commands that I have for the Israelites. Next, make a table from acacia wood. Make it three feet long, one and a half feet wide, and two and one quarter feet high. Cover it with a veneer of pure gold. Make a molding all around it of gold. Make the border a hand breadth wide all around it and a rim of gold for the border. Make four rings of gold and attach the rings to the four legs parallel to the tabletop. They will serve as holders for the poles used to carry the table. Make the poles of acacia wood and cover them with a veneer of gold. They will be used to carry the table. Make bowls, plates, jars, and jugs for pouring out offerings. Make them of pure gold. Always keep fresh bread of the presence on the table before me. Make a lampstand of pure hammered gold. Make its stem and branches, cups, calxes, and petals all of one piece. Give it six branches, three from one side and three from the other. Put three cups, shaped like almond blossoms, each with calyx and petals, on one branch, three on the next, and so on. The same for all six branches. On the main stem of the lampstand, make four cups shaped like almonds with calyx and petals, a calyx extending from under each pair of the six branches, the entire lampstand fashioned from one piece of hammered pure gold. Make seven of these lamps for the table. Arrange the lamps so that they throw their light out in front. Make the candle snuffers and trays out of pure gold. Use a 75 pound brick of gold to make the lampstand and its accessories. Study the design you were given on the mountain and make everything accordingly. Make the dwelling itself from 10 panels of tapestry woven from fine twisted linen, blue and purple, and scarlet material with an angel cherubim design. A skilled craftsman should do it. The panels of tapestry are each to be 46 feet and six feet wide. Join five of the panels together and then the other five together. Make loops of blue along the edge of the outside panel of the first set and the same on the outside panel of the second set. Make 50 loops on each panel. 
Then make 50 gold clasps and join the tapestries together so that the dwelling is one whole. Next, make tapestries of goat hair for a tent that will cover the dwelling. Make 11 panels of these tapestries. The length of each panel will be 45 feet long and 6 feet wide. Join five of the panels together and then the other six. Fold the six panel double at the front of the tent. Now make 50 loops along the edge of the ed panel and 50 loops along the edge of the joining panel. Make 50 clasps of bronze and connect the clasps with the loops, bringing the tent together. Hang half of the overlap of the tapestry panels over the rear of the dwelling. The 18 inches of overlap on either side will cover the sides of the tent. Finally, make a covering for the tapestries of tanned ram skins dyed red, and over that a coverage of dolphin skins. Frame the dwelling with planks of acacia wood, each section of frame 15 feet long and 2 and 1 quarter feet wide, with two pegs for securing them. Make all the frames identical, 20 frames for the south side and 40 silver sockets to receive the two pegs from each of the 20 frames. The same construction on the north side of the dwelling. For the rear of the dwelling, which faces west, make six frames with two additional frames for the rear corners. Both of the two corner frames need to be double in thickness from top to bottom and fit into a single ring, eight frames all together with 16 sockets of silver, two under each frame. Now make crossbars of acacia wood, five for the frames on one side of the dwelling, five for the other side, and five for the back side facing west. The center crossbar runs from end to end halfway up the frames. Cover the frames with a veneer of gold and make gold rings to hold the crossbars. And cover the crossbars with a veneer of gold. Then put the dwelling together, following the design you were shown on the mountain. Make a curtain of blue, purple, and scarlet material and fine twisted linen. Have a design of angel cherubim woven into it by a skilled craftsman. Fasten it with gold hooks to four posts of acacia wood covered with a veneer of gold, set on four silver bases. After hanging the curtain from the clasps, bring the chest of the testimony in behind the curtain. The curtain will separate the holy place from the holy of holies. Now place the atonement cover lid on the chest of the testimony in the holy of holies. Place the table and the lampstand outside the curtain. The lamp stand on the south side of the dwelling and the table opposite on the north side. Make a screen for the door of the tent. Weave it from blue, purple, and scarlet material and fine twisted linen. Frame the weaving from five poles of acacia wood covered with a veneer of gold and make gold hooks to hang the weaving. Cast five bronze bases for the poles. Make an altar of acacia wood. Make it seven and a half feet square and four and a half feet high. Make horns at each of the four corners. The horns are to be put. The horns are to be of one piece with the altar and covered with a veneer of bronze. Make buckets for removing the ashes along with shovels, basins, forks, and fire pans. Make all these utensils from bronze. Make a grate of bronze mesh and attach bronze rings at each of the four corners. Put the grate under the ledge of the altar at the halfway point to the altar. Make acacia wood poles from the altar and cover them with a veneer of bronze. Insert the poles through the rings of the two sides for the altar for carrying. Use boards to make the altar keeping the interior hollow. Make a courtyard for the dwelling. The south side is to be 150 feet long. The hangings for the courtyard are to be woven from fine twisted linen. With their 20 posts, 20 bronze bases, and fastening hooks and bands of silver. The north side is to be exactly the same. For the west end of the courtyard, you will need 75 feet of hangings with their 10 posts and bases. Across the 75 feet at the front, or east end, you will need 22 and a half feet of hangings with their three posts and bases on one side and the same on the other side. 
At the door of the courtyard, make a screen 30 feet long woven from blue, purple, and scarlet stuff with fine twisted linen, embroidered by a craftsman and hung on its four posts and bases. All the posts around the courtyard are to be banded with silver, with hooks of silver and bases of bronze. The courtyard is to be 150 feet long and 75 feet wide. The hangings of fine twisted linen set on their bronze bases are to be seven and a half feet high. All the tools used for setting up the holy dwelling, including all the pegs in it and the courtyard, are to be made of bronze. Now order the Israelites to bring you pure, clear olive oil for light so that the lamps can be kept burning. In the tent of meeting, the area outside the curtain that veils the testimony, Aaron and his sons will keep the light burning from evening until morning before God. This is to be a permanent practice down through the generations for Israelites. So in today's section, we just get a very detailed map from God to the Israelites on how to build this tent or dwelling that they will take with them everywhere they go. And it is to represent the Ark of the Covenant. So God is to represent his dwelling because he will move with them. And so he does not have a permanent dwelling. He goes with them. It's really cool how detailed God makes all the instructions down to how many pieces of utensils and what they should be made out of and how tall the curtains should be and how they should be sewn together. And I think the coolest thing that we're going to see is that then in the New Testament, Jesus very much talks about how we are the dwelling place now for God, that the Holy Spirit is inside of us and we carry Jesus with us wherever we go. And so if you make that parallel, you can understand then the detail and the creativity and the specificity in which God created you. Because if he will go to that extent to tell the Israelites everything they need to do for just a piece of wood, a box, a fabric, then when he wove you and allowed you to carry him inside of you, that is no mistake and he knew exactly what he was doing and the detail in which he created you. And I think if we will live with that kind of purpose and walk around knowing that, it kind of changes everything.